master, please accept the flower offering from your disciple and the spiritual admirer. Thank you. More flower than people. <laughs> Thank you for your love and flowers. Dear Master and ladies and gentlemen, the next one I would like to introduce you, Dr. Rambert Johnson is the Vice President of Marketing for AVC Company. Tonight, Dr. Johnson would like to talk about his impression of Master Ching Hai. Please welcome Dr. Rambert Johnson. Well, um, 10 days ago, I certainly didn't know I'd be at this uh, meeting, and especially at this microphone, but I'm very pleased to be. Over this, these last 10 days, um, I, along with my friend Dr. Bick Nguyen, have been uh, involved in helping Mr. Ben Tran facilitate the visit of Master Ching Hai. And during this time, I have experienced a great deal of satisfaction in being of assistance to others. I have thought less about matters that have been weighing on me, and I felt happy and lighter. Uh, during this time, I have also experienced matters taking care of themselves, or perhaps being taken care of by the Master. Uh, I'm very glad that my friend made me aware of this event, and uh, I, am, uh, I feel very blessed to have experienced the wisdom and the uh, sparkling and generous spirit of the Master and the hospitality of her disciples. Thank you. To Master, ladies and gentlemen, I would like Bob Stranger, going to be um, Master Disciple, have something to tell about his own experience. Please welcome Bob Stranger. Thank you very much. Uh, dear ladies and gentlemen, I used to be a meat and potatoes man. <laughs> That's all I like to eat because I uh, grew up with that kind of food until I married my wife. She likes to eat soy sauce and rice. I cannot understand how she can just eat soy sauce and rice day after day. From time to time, I lost my temper and we have... Uh, World War III. She told me that she would like to leave me. I told her that is good, but don't forget to take your soy sauce with you when you go. <laughs> anyway, I have so much problem for losing my temper, I have to go to anger management. It costs me so much money, I don't know how I get myself out of the difficult situation at that time. My brother and sister-in-law, a doctor, my cousin and her husband are attorney at law. They still cannot help me to be free from the legal system. At that time, I could not see my family at all. I felt terrible until I watched the tape from Master Ching Hai, and she was talking about an initiation and don't eat meat. If you don't eat meat, it will be better for you. At that time, I'm not sure that is true, but I have to try. After I was initiated, all my problems went away. That is a relief. I am very happy now. 
The first time I ever be free from problems and receive so much happiness. Thank you, Master Ching Hai. I'm not sure how she did it. I like them very much. The first time I ever be free from problems and receive so much happiness. I'm not sure how she did it, but she took all my problems away from me. Thank you, Master Ching Hai, very much. I love to eat and thank you for all the good food. There is so much good food to eat and they're all made from tofu and vegetables. All the food tastes better than ever before and feels better too. I used to have heart irregularity. I have to take medicine for it. After I eat tofu and vegetables until now, my heart feels fine. I don't have to take medicine for it anymore and also I don't have to go to anger management anymore either. Thank you, Master Ching Hai, for freeing me from all kinds of problems. I asked my wife why Master Ching Hai looks like a Chinese princess. She also looks like Miss America. And Vietnamese, she looks like a nun. My wife says that's because she is Da Nan, Da Sok, Da Don, Da Tai. Excuse my Vietnamese, it's not too good. She's also inside all of her disciples and helps them whenever they need it. If you get initiated today, I like to be the first one to congratulate you being free from problems now and eternal life. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have the honor to introduce to you our beloved Supreme Master Jin Hai. Good morning. Is it morning? No. I feel like I'm still sleepy. <laughs> so, how are you? Doing well? Yes. Could have done better. <laughs> Could have done better. I would be doing better if we have more equipment. Just relax and prepare for some good jokes, all right? <laughs> As you have seen, our group is very funny, <laughs> very humorous, so there's nothing to fear. In German, they say, a saint who is miserable is a miserable saint. <laughs> so we try to be a happy Buddha. <laughs> now, when you listen to our friend there, you will be frightened that every day we feed you with tofu and vegetable. <laughs> there are much more in the kingdom, in the vegetable kingdom, than uh, only tofu. Hmm? But no doubt, tofu is the most nutritious food. It has uh, soybeans has thirty six percent of protein compared to beef. Beef probably twenty five percent and pork sixteen percent, etc. So actually, 
when we eat uh, tofu or soybeans product, we have more protein. Uh, of course, people think uh, vegetable protein and uh, meat protein are a little different. Yeah, it is different. Vegetable protein is more, uh, how to say, more uh, digestible, more healthy, yeah. which has been proved by today's scientists. But nevertheless, I'm not elaborating on this stomach, I would say, a great philosophy, but we go to a little bit higher than the solar plexus chakra. <laughs> Are you familiar with all these big words? Chakras and nirvana and samsara and all that? If not, then I just put them aside. I just tell them so that you know that I'm very learned. <laughs> so, uh, just maybe a couple of decades ago, or several decades ago, or centuries ago, our life in this earth has not been so beautiful. We do not have so many uh, highways, and we do not have electricity, and we do not have aeroplanes. If I were born, if I was born a little bit earlier, say a hundred or so years ago, I wouldn't have, or maybe two hundred years ago, I probably have no opportunity to be here with you tonight in such a quick and relaxed, uh, how's it, way, and to share with you the atmosphere of the ancient sage, of the golden age, where in the few hours we would forget at least some of our sorrows, our hatred, our pressure, in order to merge ourselves in the noble philosophy of the ancient saints. You are invited to join into the golden moment of higher purposes of life. Our world is very, very beautiful compared to many other planets that uh, we know of, or maybe not know of, just pretend that we know some. Hmm. Scientifically speaking, there are a few more planets that were discovered which are not as beautiful as ours. So we could congratulate ourselves for having such a little paradise where we have enough water, green, and air, even air. Because in some of the planets, the air is not, I would say, um, is not alive. Hmm? Sometimes it's very, uh, uh, I would say, contaminated, and the living beings could not even stay there. Our world has been beautified day after day until we reach uh, today's comfort. So we have a better kind of life with electricity and that uh, with all kind of civilization, a civilized invention. That is just about in, uh, I'll say, in material comfort. Similarly, if our spirit, which is more important 
than the flesh even would have been or would be equipped with more of the very comforting uh, instruments then our life is much more better still our life our human body or our human life consisted not only of material appearance of the body or the thinking power of the mind but we have also something beyond these two which is the spirit the spirit or the wisdom or the supreme power which is within us is that which makes all things come to life and sustain them therefore while we are so called living we can move we can talk we can think we can love we can investigate we can do many things but when the so called spirit lives us then even the same body exists we cannot do anything so if while living we learn to know this spirit which is the domi- dominating factor behind all our living activities then we will be more wise wiser we more enlightened and of course more satisfied more satisfied otherwise even though we have a lot of comfort in life and our civilization has reached such height in the history many of us most of us are still unhappy many things we want to do in life many ideals we want to fulfill we do not know how to begin with and even we know how to begin we are not certain whether it is the true direction therefore many a times we are unsuccessful despite all our sincerity our prayers and our good will to serve the world at large it is difficult to reach our goal it is because we do not recognize the spirit or the supreme power which is uh, dormant in all of us it's just like a person who has a great treasure in his house and doesn't know where it is and therefore could not make use of it for the betterment of his life i'm sure all of us here and most of the people in the world long for peace true happiness and beauty inside as well as outside but why is it that most of the time we spend a lot of fi- money of time in some matters and it could not be accomplished it is because we do not approach problem in the right angle it is because we do not use our supreme wisdom in all of our undertakings is that good english yeah correct thank you you 
you have to bless me because <laughs> I'm in the Chinese community, eat Vietnamese food and talk all kind of language all day long. Despite all my wisdom, <laughs> language outside is still a problem. Because actually, whatever we learn outside, same with every of us, whatever we try to learn with the mind, which is our supercomputer, we could not accomplish uh, it in a, a hundred percent way. Besides, there are so many things to do in life, so many projects we want to accomplish with only a very limited power of this computer, even though it is the best quality. But sometimes it is out of order. Yes, when we put some wrong food in it, like too much whiskey in one day, <laughs> and then it, <laughs> it zigzags and then it doesn't work, maybe for one or a couple of days. Or we put too much uh, drug or something that is uh, very, how would say, uh, detrimental to the thinking power of our computer. But if we do things with our great wisdom, with the central intelligent force, which is connected with the whole universal network, then we can do many wonders, and yet we don't use any effort. This is what the Lao Tzu called do without doing, action in non-action. How do we accomplish this? It is very simple. All of the masters in the past have promised us that whatever they do, we can do also. If they have become the Buddhas, we can also become Buddhas. Because whatever they have, or they had, or they discovered, we have also. All human beings are born equal. It is up to us to make use of our treasure or not. God, if there is one, would not push us because we are the most respected creation in the whole universe. We are at the crown of creation and our free will is absolute because God has made man in his own image. Therefore, man's will is God. Nevertheless, we have forgotten to use our free will sometimes to better our lives or to bless this world. Instead, we have abused this power and therefore many times bringing disaster into our beautiful planet and then into our lives. The difference between heaven and earth of heaven and hell is only uh, a, a hair, hair breath apart. The only difference is this our attention 
we draw inward instead of spreading outside. Then we know the kingdom of God. But most of the people think this is impossible. While the experienced practitioner on the path knows that it is very easy, very simple, therefore even children from six years old can do it. And old people, six to up to 60, sometimes over, could even do it. And everyone could do it because everyone has this power within themselves. Therefore, the Buddha say, I and all beings are equal. How come they do not know it? And Jesus say, what I do, you can do better. Better doesn't mean we'll be higher than him. Better means that in the future, we will be allowed more freedom to exert our power, to uh, communicate this good message to the more number of people. Whereas he was limited to only three and a half years of preaching. But we, in the modern time, could use a lot of, uh, I'll say, the highly, highly techniques, highly technical development in order to communicate to the mass. Therefore, he say, what I do you can do be- better is a prediction for a more, uh, I'll say, a more liberated future, more liberal future. Because in the time of Jesus, the religious activity or the truth has been uh, feared and has been uh, persecuted, has been hidden from the mass of the people. Because the politicians at that time fear anyone who has power to, uh, to move the mass. doesn't matter that power is for the good of mankind or not. That's just a power struggle. And that's why in the ancient times, or maybe up to recently, we do not have much chance to know about spiritual secrets, which is actually no secret at all. Many hundreds of years ago, in Vietnam, we had no electric bulb, no electric uh, lights. And one of our ambassadors, or maybe a delegate from Vietnam, came to France to study. And when he came home, he reported that in, in the West, people have uh, the lamp upside down. <laughs> Yeah, before we had the old lamp, you see, which is, you have to stand on the table. But they say in the West, the lamp is all upside down, and the water came from the wall, the tap water. <laughs> and the king cut his head off, because the king and the whole hierarchy, the whole uh, royal household, could not believe that is the truth. And so accused him, for blasphemy, or how you say, not respecting the king, making a fool 
of the royal lineage. Not only his head cut off, but many of his relatives and family members. Such was the punishment in the old time for someone who is suspected to be uh, not loyal to the, the ruler of the nation. Today, luckily, we don't have such injustice. And today, the majority of the people in the world know that the upside-down lamb is very normal. Thanks, God. Similarly, uh, many of centuries ago, spiritual attainment or become enlightened is something very mystical, very impossible, very far-fetched kind of visionary dream. But today it is a very common theme that people sometimes even talk about in coffee shops or in the park or in the train, on the buses, etc. This is good soul. The age of our world has changed and we begin to live in another kind of atmosphere where many more people will be enlightened and peace will be more accessible to mankind. And let's hope that in the future, future generation all the rulers of the earth will not rule with armed force but with wisdom and love because all men are brothers. The different countries are different rooms which the whole family has the right to share with each other and to live with each other in harmony. As long as the majority of us are not enlightened and not using this super wisdom within us to take care of the world and to do everything, whether big or small, our world will not become what we dream or what we expect it to become. Therefore, the future of the world is in our hands. It's not only in the political figures of any great nation. Please remember, even if there is one great king who rules the whole planet, who has great wisdom like that of Solomon or King David of old, but if the whole mass of people are swimming in ignorance, he can't do much. Therefore, when Jesus, the Buddha, or other masters were still living, because the communication was very poor, therefore, the Enlightenment message were not uh, very uh, widely spread among the people. Therefore, even we have the Son of God on earth, even we have the Buddha, the world at that time, was still chaotic. Today, thanks to the many uh, wonderful inventions that we have 
beautiful communication system that we have fast transportation method. Therefore, many of people of the world, thousands, billions of people have been enlightened through different saints, different messages from different spiritual schools. And therefore, we can see the hope of the golden age at the horizon. Therefore, our world, many of the great conflicts between powerful nations have ceased somehow. So each one could breathe a sign of relief because we do not fear much of the Third World War or Fourth anymore, or at least for the moment. It is because this age, many of people became enlightened and used the wisdom to bless the world or to enlighten the neighbors. And one will lead to the others. And then soon, many, many more, and the majority of the people would be living in the wisdom of their birthright and using it to bless the world, make it become heaven. Otherwise, doesn't matter how much we try with our limited knowledge of books or of experience in our field, we can only do a very small amount of service to mankind. Jesus was great and worshipped by the whole world up to now. Due to his, it was due to his wisdom, this supreme wisdom within himself. Buddha is still alive within the hearts of the people of the world. It, was, it is due to his supreme wisdom or the Buddha nature, which both of them stated that we also possess. We know all this. We have read all this. We learned all this from many teachers, from many books, but we never wonder, how could I get it? Why don't I have it? The answer is, we do have it. We can have it. And we always have it already but we do not know how to make use of it. We are too busy, too busy with the worldly knowledge that we learn from books. We are too proud of knowing many things, but the greatest wisdom we have neglected. It's just like the prince, the son of a king, has forgotten his heritage and going out begging for some morsel of food. It is very pitiful. And then we blame God for not helping us. We blame the Buddha for not blessing us. God and Buddha has already blessed us, have told us what to do. But we do most of the time the opposite. Even if we, we just talk about the very simple precepts like love thy neighbor or thou shalt not kill. Even that 
many of us couldn't keep. God has prescribed the way of heaven. If you love me, keep my commandments. If we do, our world would have become long ago a paradise. Now, if we blame God, we should think twice. Everyone asks me, wherever I go, many people ask me, if God is almighty, why doesn't he make, he turn the world into heaven? Why didn't he make everyone better, become angel and so on? Yes, he has told everyone to be angel. But we do not listen. We do not want to keep the commandments of God which can make our earth become heaven. Why is it so that we know it, but we couldn't do it? We couldn't keep the precepts. It is because we lack the supreme power. We don't have the strength to resist so many of uh, the temptation of this world. That doesn't mean after initiation or after enlightenment, you don't eat, you don't sleep, and you throw away all your property. It is not the case. All the worldly, creative, uh, how say, um, phenomena we can enjoy. We just enjoy more because we know heavenly life, that which enhances our life more. Just like before, we don't have electricity, we do not have electric lights, and our world was still going on. But in a little bit more darkness. Now we have electricity, we have lamps all over the places, and we could work all night long without any problem. And that makes our life more comfortable and more enjoyable. More enjoyable? Yes, yes. Similarly, our life here is already good, but it would be best for us, if we have enlightenment. Enlightenment is mean, means more light into our life. Not artificial light, but the light that is everlasting. And then in every activities, in everything we do, we are very clear. Not clear at the level of the mind, but clear at the level of super-consciousness. Therefore, we will always be in the correct direction. Even if we make mistakes, it is not a mistake. We will know it's just apparently so, but it is actually the plan of the universal brotherhood. Therefore, many people fear that after enlightenment, they could not uh, do their business or they may not be able to get married or they will have trouble of any kind. <laughs> but it is the wrong conception of enlightenment. Enlightenment should be that we could be, that we will be more beneficial to the world, more efficient in whatever we do and more happy in our life. Enlightenment doesn't mean we have to spend our life in misery or in ascetic practice, smearing ashes all over body and all that. Yeah, you could do that if you're in India. 
It saves some <laughs> some household cloth, but in the West we don't need to do that. Whatever we do, whether we smear ashes on our body, whether we shave our head, or we wear drags, or we wear beautiful clothes, it should accompany with enlightenment. And that's all we lack. We should, and we don't have to change our way of life. We just have to adjust to a correct way of life. We just have to add more light into our spirit. It's just like now we add electric lights into our daily use. And then once we have discovered electricity, we can use in many, many numerous ways. Beyond television, radio, light, uh, refrigerator, etc. Everything we want, it is available. Electricity has not been the invention of mankind. It has been just a discovery. Similarly, enlightenment is not an invention of Buddha or Christ, or it's not a gift from any master. It is a birthright. It is an inheritance within all of us. And at each moment we want to have it, provided we have a an experienced friend to show us the first time how to do it and then we have it we inhabit all the time just like if you walk into a, a house a new house or it's your house and you have never know where the switchboard or electric uh, say the plug yeah switch uh, where is it yes so it's very difficult to to, say, to go around the wall and touch in here and there trying to find it. But if someone who has been in that house and who knows where the switch are and just tell us, then we can even close our eyes and do it every day because we know exactly where it is. Most of us live in this life trying to go through with a hard way, with a complicated method. And therefore, when we hear somebody say, enlightenment is easy, it's immediate, it's free of every obligation, and we feel very reluctant to believe. But why not? If the things is already in your pocket, and somebody pointed to you, hi, why is it so difficult? It has been there all the time. Therefore, in the Bible, it is even say, the kingdom of God is within you. And then seek first the kingdom of God, and all the things shall be added unto you. Truly, it is like that. We go through life spending a lot of energy, time, and finance trying to find happiness and wisdom through different material means and through different gains in possession, love, or business. But we never find it. As long as we are satisfied with, as soon as we satisfy with one point, we want the next one. And we will never stop. And deep down within our heart, there is always something It's not satisfied. It's something empty. 
it is because our subconscious, our superconscious knows that we have missed the greatest part of our life. That is the supreme wisdom, which is there for us to use. We should use it. We must use it. If we want to live a true life and if we want to experience true happiness. If we step beyond this material existence into the world of light and reality, even just one moment, we will know that this life is not the only and is not the best life there is. It is only a copy of the real life. And then we lose the attachment or the competition that we have for this very ephemeral life. That's why when the sages of old are enlightened, they forsake the whole kingdom. They could do that. It is because they have gained, they have gained a greater kingdom within. Jesus said, My kingdom is not on earth. My kingdom is in heaven. Where is that heaven? How do we get there? It is right here. We can get it anytime, provided we sincerely want it. If we do not see heaven now in this life, who can be sure that we get it after we die? Do you ever work for a company And then the boss say, you just work on, after you die, I give you all the money you need. <laughs> Will you agree to that condition? Yeah? Or oh, you do, you do. You always believe in hereafter heaven, which <laughs> we don't see. Therefore, you are invited to see the heaven on earth. And then seeing that, Everything we see in this life is only a copy, a shadow of the real. And then we enjoy even the shadow better <laughs> because we know the real is beautiful. When we know the real beauty, suppose you know a beautiful girl and you know her real self, you, you know her personally. And then even when she comes near you, even just seeing her shadow, You have not seen the girl. She was inside the door and the shadow was projected outside. Even seeing the shadow, you are thrilled. Understand? Because you are connected with the real person. And you know that is the shadow of my beloved. So you love even the shadow as well. And you welcome the shadow also. Because you know the shadow is come from your beloved. Similarly, We have many things in life and we try to enjoy them. But most of the time, the enjoyment is very shallow and short-lived. And sometimes it brings another misery, uh, I would say, along. But if we know the real happiness, then even in this life, the shadow of the real life, we also enjoy because we know where from this life. And we know even how to adjust the shadow to make it more real. Before, we do not know how to 
stand where is the angle to make the shadow more beautiful. Now we know. And then we go through life contented, happy, waiting for the time to come that we step into the eternal reality and leaving behind all this so-called suffering in the shadow world. But if we do not know this real life while we are still here, it is very difficult to say whether we will know it after we leave this world because we don't know it. So we come back again and again searching for this life, for the enjoyment that are never fulfilled. We hope to get it in the next birth, etc. Therefore come the reincarnation. An enlightened person never reincarnate except at his own will for some noble purpose in order to help some other suffering brothers and sisters who are still mired in illusion. Most of the people reincarnate because of the pull of their previous tendency from the past lives. They can't resist to be reborn because many unfulfilled desires, many ideals has not been uh, accomplished but using the limited knowledge which is passing from one to another in the same world, recycle all the time, the same thing. We can't know the whole universe. We can't tackle the things from the root of its problem. It's just like we water the plant from the leaves and never the root. To be enlightened is to know the root of all things. And therefore, whatever we do is correct. And people will be also affected by us and then turn into the light. And then the whole world will be bright. Originally, when we first came here, we were living in light and happiness and glory. Then after sometimes we have been entangled in the enjoyment of this world. To everything in this world, we became curious. We wanted to know, we wanted to taste, we wanted to touch, and we want to experience everything that is around us. Then slowly, we get in contact with these material phenomena or appearances. Then we become more affected by material side of nature, and we become more and more material. And then eventually, we are much, much, mostly material, and the light disappears in sight, from sight. Now, the light does not truly disappear or vanish. It just becomes enveloped in the gross material I would say, uh, case, yeah, case. In order to, to find the light again, we have to break through the material barrier. And that we can do with a definite method. Just like every scientific thing, we have a method, then we can do it. It's just like women can bear children and men not. 
Therefore, it's one way to be enlightenment, and the other are not so effective. The sages of old have discovered this method. Actually, not discovered. The method was conveyed from heaven through different sons of God at different periods of time to remind mankind of their glorious original state and that they should not uh, forget their origin and should not wallow in their suffering, which is unnecessary. So we are here today to share with you this good news and very simple technique to break through the material cover and to get in touch with your true glory again. And if you have any question, you are very welcome to ask. Thank you very much. Okay, I have two questions can ask now. Dear Master, please tell us how to reach to the internal heaven. Heaven. What? Dear Master, the what heaven? Eternal happy heaven. heaven. Oh, happy heaven. Yes. <laughs> we will show you at the time of initiation. All right. It's very simple and very fast. But it takes a few hours because we will also tell you what to do in every day to renew it and to remember it all the time and how to avoid pitfalls and all that. Therefore, it takes a few hours. But the enlightenment comes in a few seconds. The next question is, this Master, is that the truth that normal person only use a small portion of the potential Brand power. Right, right. That is scientifically proved already. Therefore, we do not know much of the things in the universe. If it is so, when or how can one fully utilize the power? That is the why the initiation. Yes, we will show you how to make use of your superpower which is within yourselves. And it will be done in quietness and together, yes, but in silence, in silence, not by verbal languages. Why is the spirit hidden from us? Hidden. Hidden, I'm sorry. Or hidden. Hidden, huh? Okay. Why? (laughs) Because we just look outside and we don't look where the spirit is. Suppose I'm sitting here and you're always looking uh, at the back door. Would you see me? No, right? That's it. I'm not hidden from you. It's just that you don't want to see me, for example. Uh, that's the sim- similar thing with our spirit. If we are to live in a harmony, why are we created the fear that causes us to fight? Uh, We do not create fear. We have fear because we do not have power to resist fear. We have not known our greatest strength, which is within ourselves. As soon as we know this, all fear vanishes. 
That's the best way to conquer fear, to know our greatness, to know our strength, our super wisdom. Is there any difference between God and Buddha? Yes, there is difference. But there isn't any difference. God is the unmanifested aspect of the cosmic power. Buddha is the manifested one. All right? In, within the Buddha, there is cosmic power. And the Buddha came from the cosmic power and also possessed this cosmic power. Why does the Buddha pray to God? What? Why does the Buddha pray to God? Does the Buddha pray at all? I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me that he prayed, but if you hear him praying, please ask him. Yeah? How can I overcome my being so frightened that I don't accomplish my simplest goals? As I told you already, because you don't rely on your greatest strength, which is the cosmic energy within yourselves and which is connected with the whole universe. If we have that, if we rediscover that, we fear nothing. Death is the most uh, fearsome enemy. Even then, we transcend. We die every day while we are living. So we have no fear for anything at all. Must a person be fated to achieve enlightenment? Fate is in our hands. Yeah? If you always go around all your life and thinking, I will be fated to do that and this and other, then you never do anything. Always have to do our best, do what we want to do, and then see what fate has for us. Right? Then we know. Otherwise, how do we know? Right? Can we all be masters? If so, what does the word mean? I think you want some silly answers. <laughs> what does the word master mean? The word master means master, no? Or anything else? Master means you already know how to master yourself, yeah? And you're not torn apart by different, uh, how say, different uh, obs- obstacles in life. Be lively, yeah? Otherwise, I would die here. <laughs> Thank you for your wisdom. Please tell me about the role of evil in life. The role of heroes? Of evil in life. Evil! Oh, we didn't invite him in tonight. <laughs> but uh, since you mentioned it, he's around the corner. <laughs> evil is an extra force that we have created together with other beings uh, while having interrelationship in our life. For example, I'm alone here, I'm having nothing to do, and I have no business with anyone. And then suddenly somebody else come and then ask something, I want to do something, and then we had misunderstanding, and then we created some very... Uh, aggressive atmosphere and then that person probably punched me in the face. And now, 
If I couldn't punch him back because of my weakness, I would try to remember that all the time and try to get any chance at all to give him back what he has uh, given me as a present. <laughs> so that breed hatred, you see. Hatred wasn't there in the beginning, but it was uh, created because of the interrelationship between me and that person. So that is evil. Originally, evil did not exist. Evil existed after we failed in our effort to keep to the positive side of our nature. After we failed to remember our goodness and forgiveness. After we failed the test of life. Uh, this is a continuation of that question. Oh. Is this the play of the spirit? No, I told you already. It's our own creation. So therefore, similarly, we could create heaven if we want to. Every time we extend loving kindness, tolerance and understanding to others, that time we create heaven. Does the ego need to open to this or integrate it to, to evil, I, I, I think? The ego has nothing. The ego is evil itself. <laughs> the ego is a feeling of individual pride, of self-arrogance. Uh, Therefore, we should not even uh, bother about that. We should know our greatness instead of being proud of our little knowledge and accomplishments. Whenever we are proud of our little accomplishments and knowledge in this life, that is when the ego came uh, to take place in our spirit. This is no good for us. We should do without any uh, sense of uh, pride or asking for reward. For enlightenment, is service in love to humanity as important as meditation? Or is service more important or less important than meditative practice? Both have to go hand in hand. We meditate because we want to do service better. We want to be clearer in what we do. Therefore, we be more efficient in our work and more of service to others. With our meditation, sometimes we have very best intention and we are willing to serve people, but we don't know what is the best way. Therefore, meditation is a helping factor to true selfless service. Dear Master, I have seen you many times in my dreams. Is this true? <laughs> you see me now also in your big dream. Is it true? <laughs> if it's not true, you wouldn't have been repeating it. <laughs> repeating it. You would have forgotten, all right? Many people claim to see me even, even before I was famous, before I became known as Master. They have seen me already in dreams or in vision. So I guess you are one of those people who have affinity with me. Hmm? I am from Alaska. The beauty of the land sings in my heart and fills me with peace. This year I have seen the presence of angels profoundly in my life. 
How can I invoke my guardian angels to help direct me on my path of peace and love? Bless you in all you do. You can be more concentrating, more sincere in your deep prayers. And then maybe the angel will come back again. Or you can join us in initiation process and get hold of the angel at your will. (laughs) Both is possible. One is a little bit risky and adventuresome, and initiation is more sure, more quick. Uh, Quicker, sorry. Dear Master, is Jesus also a Buddha? Yes or no? Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. The Buddha is the one with wisdom and compassion as far as the Buddhist terminology definition is concerned. So Jesus was a manifestation of both, you see, wisdom and compassion. How do we know he has wisdom? By his teaching, by his wise teaching, which is still uh, preserved into our days. How do we know he had compassion at the time of his uh, departure? He was nailed on the cross, suffering, thirsty, I would say rejected, and uh, was very unloved by the people of his age. Still then, he forgave his so-called enemies. He prayed the Father to forgive them. This kind of noble attitude can only come from a so-called Buddha. The Buddha was also as compassionate as Christ. So both of them are Buddhas, or both of them are Christ. Christ are the Hebrew name for Buddha, and Buddha are the Sanskrit name for Christ. Just like water and law (laughs) in English and French. Both say the same thing. Why do ghosts appear and should we pray for them? Better pray for the living first. (laughs) Because we are still alive and we still have the way to know ourselves and to enter the kingdom of God. And we couldn't be saved, let alone the ghosts who can't do much about it anymore. Of course, we pray for all beings, including the ghosts. But ghosts are actually just uh, some kind of uh, wandering energy which is housed within a shell, an astral shell of some deceased person. It might not be that person at all. For example, I cast off my clothes somewhere outside and someone else without clothes came and picked it up and wear it. Then he looked like me from the outside, but he is not me. Understand? He might be just any wandering person. Similarly, ghosts are like that. What can one do when one's life is surrounded by problems and there are no solutions to them? My friend has already advised you. (laughs) He said he got initiation. Forget the beef, eat only the potatoes and tofu. (laughs) Get enlightenment and then all your problems run away. 
because he can't bear potato and tofu. <laughs> he will go after the beef. <laughs> can, you... can you laugh, Steve? <laughs> what do you know about life on other planets? What do I know? I know so much, I don't have time to tell you. It's uh, already a, a lack of time when I want to tell you about things on our planet, <laughs> never mind life on other planets. But you could go and visit them via initiation, yeah? enlightenment. We can visit many galaxies and different Buddha's world, different heavens, and without buying airplane tickets. No need UFO even. <laughs> wow, thanks. At last. Would you please discuss some of the powers that you have developed through the use of your mind? I don't use my mind, brother. I use my mind only when I want to go to the bathroom or to eat some food. <laughs> or to make a telephone call. I don't use my mind to develop this power because I already have this power which encompasses the whole universe and include all magical, I would say, abilities. Yeah? You have it also. You have it. Ah, you became better. <laughs> More enlightened. <laughs> Did you know that beings from other planets reincarnate ah. as humans? Sure, sure. There are such things, yeah. You are ones, for instance. You came from um, higher developed countries in different galaxies. You came here for a while and then you will leave again. Hmm? And if you want to know where you came from, get enlightenment. That has helped you if you didn't have it. Yeah. Do you believe that the, that the universe is a supreme being? What universe? That the universe is a supreme being. No. The supreme power is within and permitted in the whole universe. All right? Dear Master, I would like to know why, the universe, why does the universe exist? Since I'm only ten years old, I do not understand. <laughs> And wait until you grow up and then you understand. <laughs> Why do the universe exist? exist? Because we like to look at it, yeah? Suppose the universe doesn't exist and today we don't have the chance to speak with each other and we don't have the chance to play with each other, to love each other or to do something, to enjoy our existence. Hmm? It has some purpose. And if you don't want the universe to exist, and you can sleep all day, all night, you can see nothing. <laughs> is it possible to lead a life completely free of, from doubt and fear forever? And if so, what does one need to do to, or not to do? Fear and anxiety comes only from darkness, from ignorance, from the fear of the unknown. Once we get to know the, uh, I would say the... Uh, the stable side of nature, the real side of our life, all fears, anxiety disappear. We only fear because we thought after this life we have nothing. We only fear because we know only 
the ephemeral existence of this world, if we know that life is eternal, if we know that we are the greatest being in the universe, we have no fear at all. So I invite you to get to know yourself through the mean of initiation. No need, thank you. (laughs) God is a concept, an idea, but its references to that which is transcendent or beyond words, which are always qualifications and limitations. Infinite, universal, and eternal. Life is only in the present. Eternity is an aspect of here and now that that, that thought and time block from our experience of life. So I think that we can only experience in the present so that this life moment is the most important. What do you think? Sure, sure. But you do not experience it. You only repeat what other people say. Eternity is in the present time. It's true. For example, now I close my eyes, or I don't close my eyes, I see reality. And I stay in the dual world at the same time. Therefore, I can say to myself and to you that eternity is here, now, present. But as long as you don't see it, you only see the duality, you only see the material world. Therefore, here, now, past, present, or future, it's just the same to you. The reality is different from this world, different from what we know since we were born into the material existence. So if we do not see it, we cannot claim that reality is right here and now. What we see around us now is not reality. Reality is something beyond this life, beyond what you see here, beyond the material bodies that we know. If we see it at the same time as we see this body, as real as seeing this body and this surrounding, then we can claim we see reality here and now all the time. How do you know that there is reincarnation? Is it it a fact or what is the basis? There's no need to ask me even. You can read in the newspapers or many books which do research in this field and get the proof to yourself. Now, reincarnation is, uh, is is a state of transit from one Uh, experience to the next. And in order to experience something, we need to use a tool, which is mostly a human body, you see. And while we have in the human body, we experience many pleasant things and unpleasant things, and many unfulfillment. Therefore, we want to re-experience or experience more, because we are not satisfied with one life. Now, in order to do that, we have to reincarnate. We find, we seek another body to use as a tool for further experience. That is the process of reincarnation. The enlightened person has no more desire for experiencing anything. Therefore, he does not reincarnate. Yes. The Buddhist Bible says that people who eat meat will pay for their sins. If in my family a person who is a vegetarian cooks meat for others in the family, does that person have a sin? No, because she doesn't eat it, <laughs> because he was, she was forced to do it. Not that she was willing to advocate 
for the meat that people like to eat. Besides, people have freedom to choose what they eat. If you are vegetarian, it's fine. If other people are not ready for vegetarian and they choose meat diet, it's their free will and right. Of course, you try to help them to understand that it is better for our health, our spirit, and our enlightened state of mind uh, if we take a vegetarian diet, but we could not force everyone to be the same because that God even doesn't do that. God only guides and tells us the precepts, and then we keep it or we don't keep it. It's our responsibility. But of course, better that we keep them so the world getting better, become a heaven. I usually saw red lights in my room. Sometimes I can see the red light emitted from my body. Is anything wrong with my practicing meditation? No, it's nothing wrong. Just that your level is not very high yet. Red lights sometimes stimulate anger within the person. It's the astral level of consciousness. If I continue to meditate for several days without eating or sleeping, will I get into trouble? Yes. You'll be hungry and sleepless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If my level is lower but I, I break into a higher level, will the light and the sound kill me? Can Master save me in time if that happens? Or if I come back to earth, my brain is out of control. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do it the correct way. Get to know the the correct method, not to do it at random. The lights come uh, in accordance with your level of understanding. And if in accordance with your ability to bear it. Therefore, do not feel in a hurry. If a child of uh, two years old are forced to eat a lot of vitamin and nutrition in order to grow fast, it is no good. Yes? So take it easy. Do your meditation as you learn from your teacher, whoever that may be, and wait for the time to come. I love my original master very deeply and usually recite his name. If I continue to do this, will I, will I lose your love and blessing? I love both of you, no difference, because without my original master, I cannot be alive to sit here and listen to your lecture. I am not in competition with anyone. <laughs> you can love ten more masters if you wish. No problem. Just be enlightened. That is the best way to... Uh, pay to show the gratitude to your previous master. All right? Don't need to even be grateful to me or anything. Whatever you do, I love you all the same. Hmm? It's you who probably do not love yourselves because you will think, I do that very bad, I do this very bad, and it's you yourself stop feeling being loved. Okay? I'm an initiate of Kirpal Singh Ji and correspond with love, uh, with and love Sant Ayab Singh Ji of the Punjab. It sounds like your path is the same. A vegetarian diet, five sacred names, and spiritual diary. Is, is it an insult to another liberated master to be re- reinitiated by you? 
Also, since he has taken responsibility for my going to Sakhand, how would my initiation by you change my life? For I know I'm, I am God, however, not yet totally liberated. You should have more faith in your master. Kupan Singh was a great soul, and if you were initiated by him, that is fine. You should have more faith. Faith is what you need, not another master. And our path is similar. But if you wish to join us to have more reinforcement and more encouragement for your spiritual practice, you are more than welcome. And uh, it's not an insult to Kapoor because I will be, I will say, I will take, take care of you for him. <laughs> That's all. All great masters have no sense of individuality and uh, possession, or possessiveness. Don't worry about that. Whatever you do, if you're happy, if you progress in spiritual path, that is what your master, whoever that may be, wants you to have. Hmm? So if I can help you, he'll be happy, all right? <laughs> as long as you're happy, he'll be happy. Yeah? If enlightenment is truly possible for anyone, why do we need you? Because you're not enlightened <laughs> yet. <laughs> it's possible for everyone because if everyone comes to me or any of the experienced teacher. It's always possible. But if they don't come, it is, it's not possible because they don't know it themselves. If they know it themselves, it's fine. But most people don't know. Can one who believes in Christ also believe in Buddha at the same time? Yes. But one is enough. Yeah? One is enough. <laughs> because both of them are the same. Both of them are one. All the masters are one. What will happen after death? You're too hurry, huh? <laughs> it won't be long before you know. <laughs> and how do I know I'm not dead yet? Mm. Dear Master, how can I get rid of bad thoughts? Uh, anyhow, to get rid of bad thoughts, you have to replace it with good thoughts. It's very simple. If you don't want to wear black, then throw it and wear white, okay? <laughs> and by the way, I was just joking with you. I know you sincere, so sincerely want to know what happened after this life. So I will uh, try to explain to you, even though I have not uh, completely dead yet. <laughs> I'm half dead. <laughs> with the world tour and busyness, I'm always half dead. <laughs> Anyhow, what happened after death? is depend on you. For example, if we are very virtuous and correct and loving, kind, while we are uh, living in this world as a human being, then after so-called death, we are taken into a deserved mansion, which is called heaven. But this is not eternal, because our merit is not eternal. Therefore, the heaven corresponding with it is not eternal. To have eternal heaven, we have to find the eternal source of marriage, which is 
greatest kingdom within us, which is itself its eternal merit. Now, if in this life we are doing the opposite things, which contradictory to the commandments of God and below the standard of humanity, then we probably have to recess into a lower level of consciousness, of existence, in order to re-experience what we lack, what we must uh, supply to our knowledge. And after some times, we'll be lifted up again to a human standard. And if we are better still, above human dignity, above human standard, then we will be asked and we'll be lifted to heaven. All right? And the initiates are the ones who enter eternal kingdom and will not reincarnate again into this earth or in any other earthly world. Master, please talk more about the Buddha nature within us. The Buddha nature is the so-called supreme master power which moves the whole universe, which makes all things alive and beautiful, which makes us wise and loving, and which lives our body lifeless after it decides to withdraw from it and not to use that instrument anymore. And if we know this Buddha nature, there is nothing that we do not know. And there is nothing that we want, nothing that we would desire. That doesn't mean we become a wooden stick, a wooden statue. We have all things that human beings have. We have emotion, we have, uh, I would say, feeling, and we have uh, the taste of enjoyment, of beauty, of truth, and of virtues. But the emotion that we have now are under control. We use it whenever necessary, and we withdraw it whenever we want. That is the difference between um, the ones who know Buddha nature and the one who doesn't. And the one who knows Buddha nature are always in happiness. doesn't matter in what circumstances. He may be very poor, he may be very rich, he may be in, in a, a top political position, or he may just uh, collecting garbage, but he will be always absolutely free of anxiety and fear, always contented in whatever uh, situation he finds himself in. That's the difference. After initiation, if something goes wrong or something wrong against your instructions and regulations, uh, what is going to happen, a disaster or something else? Sometimes, yes. (laughs) If you don't have courage, (laughs) then... uh, you would fear. But actually, the, the worst disaster is that you stop there. You see, you were given a great treasure, and then suddenly you don't want to use it. So what kind of disaster befalls you? Hmm? That you are poor. You have nothing for yourself. You deny yourself of the greatest possession. And that's the worst disaster already. If you don't know it, it's not that bad. But if you, you already know it and you deny yourself, 
or you make some mistakes that you lose it or you have that you have no way to use it again that is already the greatest disaster hmm? how important is chanting for enlightenment if you have been enlightened by chanting you wouldn't have asked me this question so it is not important at all enlightenment comes not through chanting not through praying not through anything but through our own sincerity our own uh, how to say very deep longing for it and then we know where it is therefore during the initiation we don't speak i will not speak anything to you and you will not say anything to me and then enlightenment just come uh, please let me know what is the end of meditation practice what do you think enlightenment <laughs> <laughs> the end of it is the outcome is peace yeah tranquility loving have no desire even though we still work in the world we still possess things but we do not have desire we not have do not have the torment of wanting many things and never have enough that's the outcome how long one must meditate to reach enlightenment enlightenment comes immediately as long, as soon as you sit down with a master and sincerely want it it comes immediately even more than imme- more before immediately sometimes i have not finished the instruction and people already got enlightenment some people are in a hurry you know they have no time to wait <laughs> but the meditation takes place daily because we always want to be in the enlightened state and we always want to renew our uh, how to say acknowledgement of enlightenment and also also we want to strengthen it to strengthen to expand it until infinity otherwise even if you meditate for 100 years you don't get any enlightenment meditation doesn't bring enlightenment the master power does because during initiation or during your med- so called meditation in our method you do not meditate because meditation means effort but in our in our way is effortless you might sit there sometimes even sleepy and then enlightenment even comes even then or you be enlightened during sleep because the master power will wake you wake your soul during your sleep while your mind asleep your body is at rest your soul will be awakened into the world of light and wisdom therefore meditation is not a mean to enlightenment but for lack of vocabulary in this world we have to call it meditation actually you just sit there and receiving the grace of god and acknowledging your own supreme power there's no meditation actually that is involved because anything that is earned or it is is a result of some kind of action it is still the worldly uh, how to say uh, production it's still within 
the material framework. Therefore, our meditation is a non-meditational meditation, effortless meditation. All right? What makes you the equal of the other great masters? The same thing that makes you equal with other great masters that makes me equal. If you do not acknowledge this, it's your problem. Understand? All of us are equal. You are as great as Jesus and Buddha if you want to be. If you want to know, if you know where your greatness is, I know that's what makes me great. If you don't know, okay, it's fine. (laughs) If you want to know, you'll be as great as any. Okay? Mm. Master, you said mistakes are not really mistakes, but part of the unfolding plan of the brotherhood. Does this mean that everything we do is part of the universal plan of the unconscious, becoming conscious of being consciousness? Yes and no. You see, in the universal uh, action field, there are two kinds of action. One is positive and one is negative. If we turn into the positive side of nature or universal plan, then our action will be always positive. If we stay somewhere, I would say, vaguely in between or don't know, then sometimes we be positive, sometimes we are negative, you see? And should we were always in the negative scale of universal plan, then we always do things negative. And of course this is pre-planned, but we are in the negative side. Understand? So whatever we do, also pre-plan, but why should we always do the negative things instead of turning into the bright, the beauty, and the truth? So therefore, even then, what seems like mistake is a positive step to another unfolding of the universal plane. So then it cannot be called mistakes, even though in that not very... Uh, completely enlightened state of our mind, we may think that it is a mistake. But everything is in the positive framework. You understand? So if we want to be used in a positive uh, position in the universe, then we turn to the positive, get enlightened, turn to the light. And if we want to be used for the negative uh, action of the universe, then we stay where it is or do negative things. So both are right, but uh, it's different in merit and different outcome. And our responsibility or our uh, result, enjoyment of the result is, of course, different. Yes. Being a vegetarian is part of living a healthier life. What other things can we do to obtain and help others attain a high level of wellness? First, we have to attain our high level of awareness. Then we can help others. There's a continuation. I wish to become a chiropractor. Is this a good way? Yeah, it's good. I have a fellow practitioner. He's a chiropractor. 
Yeah, he's a doctor. He's staying in our center. And now he has no job. <laughs> he thought he'd come there to help people. <laughs> but we're too healthy for him. <laughs> he just stay around, meditate, and teach the Taiwanese English. <laughs> Can evil Satan be changed into a good being by God's power or your method? Yes, yes. It's just a matter of turning in a different direction. Yeah, You are as evil as you turn into the evil direction, and you are as positive as you turn into the positive power. Hmm? So being initiated into a saintly way of life, or in the saintly level of consciousness, is turning into the positive direction. When we gain immediate enlightenment, will we, will we be masters too? It depends on what God wants you to do. Hmm? But at least you'll be the master of yourself, hmm? of the life course that you undertake, and you have no problem. We change another fellow. You come up and let him rest, okay? You, yes, please. You're very humorous. We like you. <laughs> I've heard that enlightened people are very humorous, so it must be, huh? When you say they become, they can become Buddha, my question is, who are they? They, you. <laughs> Did I say they? I probably mean we, huh? Forgive me, huh? I thought you were more intelligent than that. When you say we first come here, then where do we come from? We came from uh, our home, <laughs> the Father's house, the original place of glory. What is everlasting light, and how is it to, and how is it beneficial to human life? Do you still ask this question by now? If it's not beneficial to mankind, I wouldn't be bothered to come here, spending all my money, energy, and time, sleepless nights, and fruitless days, if it's not beneficial to mankind. If it's not beneficial, Jesus would have not sacrificed his privacy. Buddha would not have renounced the kingdom. It is very beneficial. I told you already, we need wisdom to serve others, to do everything in our life without making mistakes. We serve in love and wisdom if we are enlightened. Because if we have good intention and we do not have wisdom, sometimes we do wrong. We do it in the opposite direction. So that's it. Will you tell us what some of the other worlds or levels are like? I tell you at the time of initiation. Otherwise, it takes too long time also to tell you because each world is a vast storehouse of knowledge. I can't just tell you in a few minutes. But in the lecture of the United Nations, second time, I have mentioned it. So maybe you can look for that tape. Also, I remember, I think in Singapore, I have spoken about different heavens. So please look for this. 
is all in English. Do you believe in simplicity and austerity? Which are the principles of Buddhist teaching? Neither of them. <laughs> Buddha has laid a very, um, how to say, um, ascetic practice before he reached Buddhahood, but then he realized that it's no good, so he, he forsake it. Hmm? Simplicity of life is very good, of course, of course. But that is the basic, that is the, uh, that is the uh, how you say, personal taste also. Yeah? If someone who is so used to with living in comfort, and if he can afford all the comfort in life, oh, why should he consider simplicity? Simplicity means we live a life without want, without desire, in whatever environment we are in. If we are rich, we live a rich life. If we are poor, we live a poor life. That is simplicity. Understand? Dear Master, hate and greed are bad habits, but hatred is everybody's habit. May you show me how to avoid that and make everybody happy. I have said something similar before. When you have some bad thoughts, replace it with good one. Hmm? So whenever you discover yourself having hatred, then immediately root it out and replace living, loving kindness with it. Try to do it. And then it becomes a different habit. It's just like brushing your teeth every day or not brushing it every day. <laughs> Try to replace bad habit with good habit. Master, are you a Buddha? And does it require a lifetime of dedicated meditation to become a Buddha? Am I a Buddha? Huh? Yes, that's what he's asking. Should I say yes? Would you believe me? <laughs> All right, thank you. If many of you say yes, then who am I to say no? <laughs> All right. After initiation... Oh, I see. He asked, does it require a, a long life dedication, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. It depends on individual. Some people would take a lifetime. Some people would take many lifetimes. Yeah? Some person would take many hundreds of lifetimes. Depends on the background of the individual. Therefore, Sekamoni Buddha became a Buddha after six years. Yeah? and Jesus also after a dozen years, and other master became after eight months, like uh, the sixth patriarch, Hui Neng, or many other master after nine years. Some would not become Buddha in this lifetime, but become just a saint, yeah, uh, some degree of sainthood. So it depends on individual. Dear Master, after initiation... May all my deeds be vanished, and do I have to repay my sins? The storage or the store karma will be erased, but the karma that you need to live on in this life will be left alone. Otherwise, you will die immediately. Therefore, uh, you take care that you do not sow some more bad seeds in the future by keeping the precepts, by meditate every day, 
to erase some of the new accomplished karma and also to expand your wisdom and also to be a vegetarian. That helps to terminate future uh, connection with other beings. And the past karmas will be burnt out so you don't have to come back again. Are there any generalizations that can be made about the past lives of people who have very angry, intolerant natures? Probably they just uh, came from a tiger, a last life with a tiger or something like that. Yeah. What is the best way to cope with these people? Just don't cope. <laughs> <laughs> Recite a prayer, go into do something, or just look at them with loving eyes. And then after you're tired of, I'll say, uh, scolding, then probably he cool down. Hmm? Otherwise, how do you cope with the tiger? Run away, no? <laughs> Dear Master, um, I meditate. 30 minutes a day, but I cannot concentrate after 10 minutes. Um, it is because of heavy karmas that I had. Thank you. No, it's just a habit. You see, most of us are so used to it, looking outside and uh, paying attention to outer things. And so when we try to withdraw our, our attention inward, it is difficult. It's uh, used to it running out again. After 10 minutes, it's already very good. <laughs> Most people cannot do it for 10 seconds. Yeah? So continue and then you will improve. How can one who feels little love become more loving? You go and buy some more love from the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> is there anywhere there is love for sale? <clears throat> Get more enlightenment, yeah, and then uh, we will be more loving. That is the purpose of enlightenment. Enlightenment makes us more loving, more tolerant, more understanding. That's the best outcome, yes? That's all yeah. the questions. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm liberated. <laughs> oh, this is... Uh, Gradual liberation. <laughs> it's not very humorous today. I'm very sorry. People are so serious. So what's next? I just would like to announce my master. Yeah, please. Master will give initiation for the following lectures. So whomever would like to get the initiation tonight, please stay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 